welcome to the podcast. My name is Vince. And I'm Tom. And uh, today we're going to actually talk about something we all love, Smash Brothers. Now, which Smash Brothers? That's probably what you're wondering. And if any of you know me, I'm going to be talking more about 64. <laughs> that's, my, that's my love, the love of my life. So, yeah, I mean, I guess we just start on what... Obviously, I like Smash Bros. 64 a lot more than any other one entry into the series. But, uh, Tom, what's your favorite? That's tough. Uh, I do like a couple of them. I appreciate them for what they are, uh, with the exception of Brawl. hate that <laughs> one so much. It's such a letdown. <laughs> the only good thing out of that one was Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go um, fast, right? Exactly. Um <laughs> For me, though, I think uh, I do like Ultimate. Um, I think it's really well done. I like the size of the roster in that game. I love playing K. Rule. Um, but you have gotten me pretty hooked on Smash 64, I got to admit. Yeah, we played it a lot last year, right? Eh? I mean, when COVID hit, there was a lot more like free time, right? So you started really getting good uh, in training. I think Yoshi was your main. And, uh, of course you were training against the best. No, I'm just kidding. No, you were, you were training against, uh, someone who played that game for quite a while. So that's always a good, when you're sparring against someone like that, you're always going to get good really fast. Right. Uh, cause now you give me a run for my money, which I never thought in a million years would ever happen. <laughs> no, not to diss. Let's just be real. I remember when we had our smash tournament at the, uh, at the office, I. I, you must. I think you placed like dead last, or no? I think you weren't that bad. It was like second last, um, probably. But yep. now you would mop the floor with the majority of those people. So you've come a long way, which is a good <laughs> thing. Uh, we played that one a lot, and of course, like I mentioned, it's my favorite. I've been playing it for years, off and on, and uh, I've even gone to a, a tournament once in in the falls. That was that was a really interesting experience. Let me tell you. Because you had some like pro players from Toronto, which a lot of good players come from Toronto. Uh, they came down just to mop the floor with uh, us Niagara boys, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they did. I, I think I mentioned, I told you the story before. One guy, he was he was sitting there drinking pint after pint. Uh, the guy looked sloppy drunk, um, but if anything, that made him better. <laughs> he was from Toronto. <laughs> He's from Toronto, and like in between stocks, he would like take a sip of his beer. And, like, I'm trying my hardest over here. And this guy, I was literally nothing to him. Like, I couldn't even get a stock off of him. It was insane. So those Toronto guys, they, they got their shit together. That's for sure. <laughs> well, I had fun nonetheless. Um, that's what's interesting with Smash is, you know, they, they don't play it for the money, right? Oh, yeah. That's just a, it's all about the glory. Oh, the side. Yeah. Oh, there's some prize money. Okay, sure. Whatever. But I'm here to, you know, show off and to show how good I am and, and just kick some ass, really. <laughs> he was playing some low, t low tier characters, too, which was really interesting because um, I always would talk shit about, you know, I always felt like, you know, I could be wrong and this could like upset a bunch of people because um, there are good players that can play. Like I'll just say Link. There are good Link players. I'll just say that first. But I always felt Link was pretty trash um, or low tier anyway in 64. Uh, his strategy was always to keep 
the other opponents at bay with just spamming, you know, your boomerang and your bombs and, and everything like that. Um, which maybe just didn't work for my play style, but I felt like he was no good. So when this, this particular individual picked Link, I was like, I remember thinking to myself, it's going to be no problem. Watch this. He has never seen my Mario before, <laughs> but it didn't matter. He, uh, he, he destroyed me. So that was my little tale of the tournament. Uh, I wish I would have gone to more, but uh, it's hard to have those these days, right? Yeah, for sure. Sure. So uh, I don't think you had mentioned who, who is your go-to character or characters. Yeah, I've over the years, uh, they've it's alternated. Like they switched. Uh, I think, uh, funny enough, I was just talking shit about Link, but I actually used to play Link when I was young. But I eventually went to Captain Falcon, um, and then Ness was my main. Uh, but these days, uh, I'm a Mario and Jigglypuff mains for sure. Those are my <laughs> two go-to's. And and for those listening. <laughs> Uh, his Jigglypuff gives people nightmares from the office. It is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, and I always love playing against uh, someone who, it's always someone who they see Jigglypuff and they just think, ah, what, what can they do? Jigglypuff's <laughs> crap, like just garbage. Doesn't even have an up B, just falls asleep and sings. But there are strategies with Jigglypuff and once they see them, like you said, they get they get some nightmares <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah he, so he, he's, he's disgusting jigglypuff like just absolutely a monster so why 64 why not any of the newer ones you know what it's a good question tom i think it's a mix between you know it's a mix between this nostalgia plays a part of it for sure um you know that's what i grew up with uh so i had a lot of love for it all these years I, I know people will disagree with the fact that, you know, oh, more characters, more selection, but I always like the simplicity of 64. Now, am I saying it's a perfect game? Definitely not. I mean, one level basically is the most playable one, which as we know is Dreamland. So they could have, that could have been better uh, with some more, some more maps. Um, but I love the simplicity of it. You know, you just had these, I think it's like eight, was it eight characters? You know, from like the best franchises at the time, and uh, they're all pretty unique. And that was it. It was a mix between nostalgia and simplicity, really. Oh, by the way, I love yeah. '64, and I loved, and <laughs> most people disagree with this too. I like the '64 controller. I don't know if that's just because I grew up with it. I like it. People hate it, but I like it. <laughs> I think I've seen it on lists like top lists, like top ten worst video game controllers of all time. I th I've seen the '64 controller on those lists, but. I think it's great as long as you get one that doesn't have like a leaning over stick that's like loose from someone playing Mario Party 1 and they just like beat the shit out of it. <laughs> For sure. And, uh, you know, when when we started playing, um, it was rough at first trying to get used to that game because uh, <laughs> I'm so used to the, the newer ones, right? And, and I mean, even to this day, I, I still I want more characters in that game. You know, it, I, I remember when we were playing think i was just kind of bouncing between every character because i'm like there's eight to play i don't know who to play and i'm pretty sure i picked up yoshi as a joke and next thing i know uh i'm playing him game after game 
yeah, you're a beast with them. Cause like you just got good with, cause you know, here's another thing. I've never, all these years, I've never seen a Yoshi player. So I, I've never played against like my experience against foxes and falcons. Like, of course, like people play them all the time. So I can, I can hold my own against them really well. But Yoshi, that threw me off big time. You would, I, you remember this? We'd be playing, and how many times did like a rogue egg come flying out of the air into my face? And I'm like, <laughs> where did that come from? It just like it would actually kill me or like knock me off, so I couldn't use my up B to get on the ledge or something. Yeah, so that that played a lot, a big role in it. But you're actually really good with them. But see, that's another thing. Yeah, there's less characters, but I think that they started doing this in melee, where they start having clone characters. You know what I mean by that? Like, right. Yeah. I just a personal thing. I never really liked that. Um, like they had Marth and they had Roy and it's like, okay, you can pick which one you like. And there are a little bit subtle differences, but it was, it was almost like kind of, it just felt lazy. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but, uh, with 64, it was, uh, you know, eight unique characters that are all their own. And so you didn't need more. I think now that they still do that, obviously. I think with like, uh, trying to think of an example, they have a lot of fire, fire of emblem. What is that game? Fire emblem, yeah. Fire emblem, yeah. Characters, or like uh, Animal Crossing. There's a couple villagers there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I wasn't a fan of the clone characters. Like it was kind of fun to see the characters you like from games in in the game, but they played the same pretty much. I felt for sure. Yeah, one thing that. Uh, I, of course, I hated initially coming from the newer games, but I like a lot more now is actually uh, the recovery or, I guess, lack of in 64. So, um, you know, not having a side B, for example, that obviously threw me off quite a bit. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. But even the up Bs for everybody, they just don't go as far right it's a lot harder to recover in that game uh, so that to me like i said rough transition but it makes it a lot more to play because when you knock someone off it's like okay I, i'm actually going to kill them they're not going to recover even though they're off of the screen yeah you know it forced you to be a little creative too and a lot of players figured out a lot of cool things right so like with uh the first time i i played mario and yes, he has his up B, which is like the coin punch, right? Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of people didn't know that if you you do down B, he does the tornado. But if you spam B really fast, he actually goes up. So the faster you press it, the higher he goes up. So you actually get almost two up Bs, uh, two recoveries, um, which plays a huge part in my play style with Mario, right? Because um, I can now be a little more risky with jumping off the ledge to kind of punish the person that's trying to get back up because I know I'll get up that ledge, no problem. So like little things like that, it's like you got to get creative. Um, you know, even little things that are part of the game with Jigglypuff's has no up B, but her punch, if you press up right after you press B, it gives her a little bit of a lift, right? So it is rewarding because it is a little more challenging and you got to be quick and creative. So I like that. That's another thing I like about that. It is. One day, though, I will legit beat you as Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> I see you spinning that fist, that punch, and then I think you might have got me with it a few times. That's it's always, you know, it's funny when you play against like a 
like a new player that doesn't know what they're doing and they a lot of times they'll pick falcon i don't know what the draw is towards captain falcon i mean he is cool like we'll just admit that right now but they you'll see like expert players like they either they never use his falcon punch or they're like very sparingly um you have to know that you're going to get it off right or else the recovery is just going to leave you vulnerable uh, right but for some reason, new players love that punch and they'll press B over and over again. <laughs> and what happens is even as like a pro player, you just can't predict a new player's mindset. Like you don't know what the hell they're thinking because they don't know what they're doing. So yep. you always get caught in one of their Falcon punches that are they're spamming. And it's just so embarrassing. It happens every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> There's like Falcon, punch, Falcon, punch. Like, can you stop? I'm pretty sure a few rounds of the office tournament when Smash Ultimate released, we had a a few Falcon Punch spammers going. Oh, absolutely. Every time. They're always there. They're always in the mix <laughs> in the group, just hiding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what uh, I'm curious, like we've we've been talking a lot about Smash, um, and from what I've gathered it seems to be your favorite fighting game smash 64 so what do you think of other fighting games such as like street fighter or mortal Kombat? how do those stack up to smash in your opinion <laughs> yeah uh smash you know always be my favorite um but you gotta remember these other ones you know it all comes back down to nostalgia like growing up uh in the 90s um, these were the go-to games, right? You know, every there always was a friend or a few friends that had Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2, uh, Street Fighter 2, uh, Turbo, like Super Nintendos, right? So we'd play those all the time. I I think I remember being quite frustrated with them because I was never I could never get good. Like I'd always play against someone who was really good at it. Uh, so it was always kind of frustrating, but. Um, again, growing up in the nineties, you know, back then, I'm sure you remember, uh, we had arcades that we'd all go to, you know, you just pocket, full, oh, yeah. pocket full of quarters, <laughs> hit up the arcades, you know, sometimes there's arcades in the, like the local pizza place, like just down the street, but it would always be like covered in grease. Cause like, there'd always, <laughs> there'd always be like some kid there with oh. like a slice of pizza and like a Coke. And he's like playing Mortal Kombat and he's like eating his pizza between fights and grease all over the controller and buttons. It's so gross. But oh, yeah. that was the way it was. But yeah, so I I, I think highly on those games because I, I just have these memories, right? Like I, I'll never forget being a, a kid and it was always the big kids that would hog the machines. And I remember Mortal Kombat, I think it was two. I think that's the one where Reptile was first introduced. I don't know if you remember. I believe so too, yeah. Yeah, and that blew my mind. Reptile, he was like my favorite character. And um, I, I remember this. the first time I ever saw a fatality. Uh, well, in Mortal Kombat 2, in the first one, they were pretty standard. Like you would rip the skull out of the, the spine out of the person. They're all kind of this, very similar. Um, mm -hmm. But number two, they all had really kind of unique and gruesome fatalities. I, I remember that. And... Um, there's all these big kids like surrounding this machine and I, I was like trying to peek through them. I'm like, Oh, I want to see, I want to see. And this guy was playing reptile and it was like, dun, dun, dun. It went like dark. It was like, finish him. And he did the fatality where reptile pulls his mask off and you see like a reptilian head Yeah. and his tongue like flies across the screen, 
wraps around the opponent's head and rips it off and he eats it. I was blown away by what I just saw. Probably a little bit traumatized too. I was just a kid. (laughs) (laughs) But everyone was like cheering and stuff like that. So it's so funny to actually think back on those times because it is like, it was like a obviously a different time, but um, experiencing like games like that, you know, you have everyone surrounding you. Like if you were playing the game, you'd always have an audience in an arcade. You would always have an audience of people just, man, let's just check out what this guy's doing. And you would like kind of motivate you and force you to play good or try to play really good because you wanted to like show off. Uh, and if you did, man, there was like people would cheer you on and stuff. Like you don't see like now, it, yeah, there's like streaming and stuff like that and Twitch. And so it's kind of it is the same, but a little bit evolved differently, right? To, to fit with the times. But those those days, that's what it was like. But yeah, I, I do like those games. Um, just never been really good at them. I find, especially with Street Fighter, I would just smash the buttons like crazy and just hope, <laughs> hope for the best. Yep, I'm one of those players. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I I always found, uh, you know, Smash can be very competitive, as we know. Um, but it it always just kind of feels fun. And what I mean by that is with Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, as much as I love them, for me, it feels very, very competitive. It feels very highly technical, where Smash Bros, just mm-hmm. the style of it, right? You have these Nintendo characters that you grew up playing as a kid. It You look at it, and it doesn't look serious. But obviously, we both know there's a lot under the hood going on. Absolutely. It is funny to see. I mean, I think that was... A- kind of like such a big deal back then was to see I, I still remember the commercial actually I think the game came out in 99 or something uh, it was just like a bunch of the characters the Nintendo characters just frolicking in like a, an open field with like nice music kind of all friends and playing around and then uh, all of a sudden they just start beating the shit out of each other and uh, it was just <laughs> so wild to see you're like whoa Pikachu just like drop kicked Mario or something and I think that was the game I rented the most from Blockbuster uh I just couldn't get enough of it. It was so cool. Um, and it's funny. It was just like a playful little idea and stuff like that. But it's funny where it's grown into where you, you see these tournaments and like people, you must have seen these videos, like people legit rage. Uh, they take it super serious. Yeah. Um, I've definitely seen some rage. You know, you get a, a really clean down spike as Yoshi on a Mario player. And ooh, that just sets them right off. I feel like you're talking about a particular time with me. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like I remember some sort of uh, incident like that. Yeah, you know, Melee was one of the biggest one that people, I think, like the most. I, I played it for a bit. Progressively, it, it, got way, it got really competitive. But see, to me, 64 always had this sort of charm to it. And, and it, it wasn't too serious um, or too competitive. It, you can get really competitive with it. But... It always had that playful feel to it that like just having fun but when you get to melee it was like insane like it's a great game and you've played it like how fast it is um like you see you see some of these matches and it's it's crazy you can hear like the buttons clicking like crazy and and uh, all the like more technical aspects of it that weren't real that weren't found in 64 like wave dashing I'm still not sure if DI or directional influence was in 64. I, I still do it, like I try for it, but I don't know if it actually does anything. I'm not sure if you've noticed that too. 
For everything I've read, it said that there was like Smash DI, in not 64? regular. Yeah. Yeah. So it got so technical and like, and then some characters I think were like so broken. You one of the if you YouTube this, one of the most rage reaction videos like you'll see is like people who do this. Um, uh, ice climbers have they have a chain grab combo that's literally infinite uh, if you're doing it right and there's no point you can't get out of it so you might as well put your controller down and just take it uh, so uh, you'll see like some people just literally throw their controllers when they're caught in that in tournaments it's crazy uh, <laughs> yes yeah, the wobbles yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh, it's yeah I don't know I but I mean when it comes to smash you get so like in general you get so many different opinions I've I've heard people just shit all over 64 they're just like it's too slow I hate it and, and that's fair um, you know like it's always going to be varied opinions on on each game you, like you said earlier Tom you're like some you hate Brawl you thought that was just a complete mess I, there's yep. some people out there that are huge fans of it they like it a lot and they still play it to this day there are things involved that would make them feel that way. Like maybe that was the one that introduced them to the series. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so they just had that, that kind of special feeling towards it and they want to keep playing it. But in, in the end, I think ultimate is really rounded out. It does have a huge selection of characters. One thing I really like about ultimate is the, the stages. Like there's so many, not only that you can make any stage to be a tournament type stage. That is such a good idea. I'm so glad they did that. Yeah. Yeah. Really useful features for sure. I saw, I saw at one point because they introduced like a tournament mode, I guess, uh, that you can play online, and they actually had uh, a sixty-four kind of tournament where they only allowed you to play the first eight characters and like the same stages and everything. <laughs> uh, obviously, it's ultimate, and you know you can recover from under the stage, but uh, that was pretty interesting to see them host those type of tournaments. That's and- cool. I like yeah. that. Give a nod to the past. Yeah. Thank thank God that in 64 version, they had the foresight to throw in an option in the settings to turn off items. Like, I'm glad they at least thought that at that time. I thought that was always a good idea. You know, there was a developer who was sick and tired of being hammered. Yeah, the hammer. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like being a Mario player. I don't remember which game it was where they started uh they changed Mario they gave him like the um, the water gun from like Sunshine and it just it, I don't know it just changed them so much for me I just I liked just regular Mario why why has he got to have that water gun I hated it <laughs> so I just it would be him. it would be kind of interesting if you know maybe in in the next smash uh we'll use Mario as an example if you could use any of his previous abilities so they have i forget what the characters are named like custom fighters you can make and you can give them abilities mm. it would be kind of interesting maybe to see hey you can kind of customize your mario to use the cape or to use the water gun if you wanted to that would be interesting it would be stupid to go back you couldn't have like a mario that goes back to 64 because then you're just gimping yourself really because you might as well have a side B action rather than none. Um, right. I think you mentioned in the beginning they're all sort of their own unique kind of games, and they're all fun to play. Like I'll don't get me wrong, 
Like, I have love, a lot of love for one of them, but I'll play either one of them. If you brought a GameCube over, like, tomorrow and we threw Melee in, uh, yeah, let's do it. I think on that one, my main was Marth. Uh, what was yours? Probably Falco. Oh, yeah. Did not play it professionally, though, whatsoever. What? Yeah, same. It, it got really crazy. Like, I once I started playing against, we were moving up, getting better at it, um, my friends and I, but once we started going to tournaments or playing against high-level people, it was insane. Like, the the skill of some of these pro players with melee was insane. Like, I could not believe what I was seeing. And it was really discouraging. Like, I won't lie. You couldn't even get close to, to beating them. It was impressive, though. Yeah, and I'm pretty much in the same boat where it got to a point where you would suck or you'd be a pro. That's it. There was no middle ground. No, no. It's funny, I should mention this. You were mentioning uh, earlier about Smash 64. You know, he had the eight characters only, and you wish there were more. Uh, so that kind of brings me to Smash Remix, uh, which I think kind of solved that issue a little bit. It did. For me, it absolutely, it has solved it. Yes. In, in good ways, but also kind of bad. <laughs> and I'd love to hear that. What's the bad ways? <laughs> Tell us the good and bad. <laughs> so for those who don't know, uh, Smash Remix is a mod out there for Smash 64. You can play it on your PC. Um, adds a couple new characters, new stages. I'm not 100% sure if they do any type of balance. Um, but for me, they added in Falco. And uh, what they did was they made his B move the it would be his side b in future games where he does the the dash uh so he has the dash and he also has his up b um so he can recover a little bit better which is really nice no lasers um so i love playing him because he is my favorite character in the series uh he still has his spike with his down air which <laughs> i know you hate yep. drives you nuts um you know what but it makes Why? it risky to jump off. I usually jump off the ledge to try to keep you down, like I said before, like to punish you. Uh, but it's so dangerous now when you're Falco because you can do that down spike. But yeah, keep going. <laughs> yep. Um, but because of that, I don't really play Yoshi as much anymore because I just Falco's just too much fun to play. So, I mean, during these times with the pandemic going on, it's not too much of an issue because you know we play online uh we can just both boot it up and play but you know i i know we're both itching to get together again and play on the 64 uh so my yoshi is definitely going to be very rusty yeah which is a good thing for me um <laughs> yeah there's not many people i can say that i know that carry around us that have a 64 controller always in the, their car um <laughs> actually funny story uh so i there's a couple of friends of mine that we're like the three of us would play 64 like constantly like all the time for years and years so the three of us got really good together and um uh, funny enough one of them actually came by today just for like a few minutes uh, he was in the area and uh, uh so when he came by i was actually outside and i, I walked to his car just to go greet him and uh, i look in the back of in his the back of his car, the back seat, his uh, his red hoary 64 controller was just sitting on the seat. So 
that's when you know there's a true Smash player in the midst. <laughs> when uh, they, they carry around their controllers in the car just for some spontaneous occasion that might occur where you need it. Uh, <laughs> I'll never forget when you would do the same thing and you had it. And our coworker brought in Smash. And you're like, yeah, let me just run to my car. And you come back with a 64 controller. But you don't own the system. You don't have the games. No. You just have the controller with you always ready to go. <laughs> just to be clear, I, I used to have the system in games, but uh, not anymore. But uh, I always ha I have, yeah, my controller, my trusty controller. I got to have it just to make sure. Uh, and, and like I said, like you can see with that instance you just talked about, uh, it was a good thing I had it, right? Because our coworker had the 64 in Smash, and he wanted me to use his shitty controller. Because every one who has a 64, there's their good one, and then, like, you get mad cats. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's always that one bad <laughs> controller that either it's, like, a 64 controller with, like, the stick leaning to the left, or it's a mad cats controller that's, like, stuck on turbo mode or something. So, <laughs> um... <laughs> So yeah, uh, I wasn't about to do that. So I ran to the car to go get my my good controller. <laughs> it's got to be a sixty-four player thing. Yeah, it's I guess it's something only we understand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good times, uh, great game. Uh, I would I would hope like new like younger generations would give it a try. Like and it, and if they can, it, like anyone who's listening, if like you you're a younger generation, you've only played like the newer ultimate or something uh yeah you can get an emulator and like um a rom and stuff like that but if you ever get a chance to try it on the like the actual system with the actual controller and make sure you know it's 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 a couch party right so like make sure you got a couple buddies with you and uh just go at it like have so much fun with this game because it's it's literally it's ne and after all these years it's never gotten i've never gotten bored of it it's you're still always learning like new things you can do getting better it, it's always a different match like it's never the same thing so it's it's a timeless game for sure to me yeah exactly and you know another thing that was interesting when we started playing was uh getting used to hazards it might it might sound silly but you know in future games like you play yeah you can play with hazards on but if you're playing kind of tournament rules uh you turn all that off and it's just a plain boring stage nothing going on i mean how many games did we play where i would rage because as yoshi no real up b um about to grab the ledge and then the wind decides to go my direction and just pushes me off and yeah. down i go yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I love those moments but like yeah, in or you know, uh, was it Saffron City where like a Porygon just pops out of nowhere and launches you, or an Electrode? But uh, yep, <laughs> I always found those fun. I guess I just always got used to them, and they're always a thing. And it kind of made the game a little more fun to me. But yeah, it, it is, does take time to get used to the hazards. You know, we always tried this. Uh, there are ways to get rid of them. I remember we used to use a Game Shark, so you'd put the Game Shark in the system, and then. At the top, you can put another game on top of the game shark, right? And there were like codes you can find online to turn off the wind and stuff like that. I remember one time we were putting in all these codes to like make it perfect tournament for 64 because that's how badly we wanted to play it that way. <laughs> um, and we ended up, I don't know what they call it. I think we bricked it or soft locked it or something. We did something because the game was, it wouldn't work anymore. It was like frozen. 
um, oh, no matter what you did. So we actually had to open up the cartridge, the 64 smash cartridge, uh, and pop out the little, like, it's like a, like a watch battery or something like, yep. um, <laughs> on the board and, uh, pop it back in and it worked again, except everything was wiped off of it. All the records, all the characters, all the levels. So we, oh, had, to, no. we had to unlock everything again, but, uh, <laughs> these are the... and you love smashing the records. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those are the experiences you have when, uh, you play this game that long. All right. So that concludes this episode of the podcast. Stay tuned for future episodes. We'll talk about more topics, uh, interesting topics, and things we find you'll enjoy. So this is it. See you later. I'm Vince. And I'm Tom. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.